now. Once you're done, the song is pretty much ready to release. And that's where we get into the release phase. The copyright and distribution is a part of this. And what that looks like, I'll say you really actually can get the copyright for the song done at any point in time, as you so choose. So the copyright part of the song is where you're taking whatever you've recorded, whatever you're going to release, and you're getting it registered with the U.S. copyright website. So there's a whole nother section of the government that deals with copyright. They have a site. It's copyright.gov. Double check me. If you search for it, it'll come right up. That allows you to submit online your song for copyright. And what it does is protects you. If there's an issue that arises, maybe someone on your project did like your song, get they decided they want to make a song just like yours or use elements that you have. And that kind of saves you from having to do those disputes if you have that. Now, I'm not going to say it's not necessary because I think it's very helpful and very necessary, especially if someone major comes along and wants to use your song. You have that copyright in place that protects you. But I will say it's not very often these days that you run into people that are trying to steal your song or take your song and do something else with it. It just doesn't happen anymore as often as it might have in the past. You have online, so many people can verify and fact check. Really, you have files on your computer from whenever you first started working on it or files on your phone that are timestamped and they can be the proof that, hey, I had this before this person even ever came into the picture this is mine. So those things can kind of provide a protection as well. There's the poor man's copyright where you have something mailed to you. Maybe it's a CD copy or maybe it's something that can be timestamped. But a lot of those things are older methods. And I say they're not always as necessary in this day and time. That's just my personal opinion. So still get it done, still get the copyright because you want to have those things. You rather have them than not have them. And it's not that expensive. If I remember correctly, it's probably around $55, $65, something along those lines to get it copywritten with U.S. government. Not that bad. So still get it done. That's just my personal two cents. So copyright and then there's the distribution aspect, which is basically how you release the song. Just like with this podcast, I have a different website I can go to to upload it and have it distributed to these different stores. That's a lot like the way the music works. So you have different stores that we use, such as Google Play, like I said, Amazon Music, Spotify, Apple. There are different places that this music can go to. Tidal is another one. So I can go down the line just listing endless numbers of places that these stores distribute to. What you want to do is find someone that can give you a way to upload the song where you're distributing to these different places and they're not taking too much off the top. Now, I started with CD Baby. CD Baby was a good option in the beginning because they showed you a lot of the different steps as you were using their website. It's great for beginners, basically. So. When you use that site, they're going to take a percentage off of your recording every time you make a sale. So 
I wasn't really crazy about that. The more I got into it, I was like, I want to be able to have that for me. Once I pay whatever fee that I pay for this service, I want to be able to continue to move on with that. So there's that. But on the flip side, there are other websites that will allow you to upload the music and they won't charge you that fee. You just pay them to use the service. So I actually use DistroKid now. I've used TuneCore before in the past. I landed on DistroKid. It can be more expensive for me because I have multiple artists that have released their songs through me. And you have to kind of pay the more you rise up the ranks of these different websites. But if you're just the one artist releasing under one name, it can be as cheap as $10 or $20 a year. So you can kind of make that choice. Do I want to pay a one-time fee and release a song and have a cut taken off of it? Or do I want to just pay a fee to have it be released and stay up, but I'm keeping all the money that I get from it? So make that choice and then you'll kind of know how to operate down the line. So there is one more thing that I want you to be aware of these sites and these different things they're going to have their own standards of how they want you to upload this cover art is important it's very important find a designer that knows what they're doing because they know the measurements and the standards that the stores judge the cover art by if you do it yourself you kind of make something ultra skelter and it doesn't match then you can get a kickback and that can delay your processing time. So what you want to do is find someone that is good with graphic design. You want to do this anyway, but you want to have a nice looking cover art. You want to have a nice looking CD cover or single cover. So make sure you're reaching out to those people that are really capable with graphic design and they can help you formulate a plan for what the cover art should look like as you're releasing it. Now that leads me to the marketing and promotion side because as you're going through this process of making this music, you also want to make sure that this song is getting the type of buzz that you want it to have. So that includes having graphics done, that includes having content done, whether it's video, reel, you know, using TikTok is very popular these days to allow people to promote their song because of the audio aspect. So Making use of all these tools that you have available to you. You have ads, you have a number of different things that you can use to promote your song. Promoting your song shouldn't just start when the song comes out. You kind of want to be making people aware, hey, this song is coming out soon. Stay, you know, stay woke. <laughs> so you want to use those things to make sure you're getting the word out about your song. You want to have a release strategy a marketing strategy sometimes having an event that signifies the release of the recording can be a great thing to build buzz maybe you're having a particular concert or release event maybe it could be a party a kickback then it's chill i mean we're pushing the song about kickback as long as it's you know appropriate for church people but anyways you want to have something Maybe that can signify that because the last thing you want to do is put music out and then there's no real buzz or attention surrounding it. And it's just depending on what you're actually trying to achieve, 
Now, maybe you don't care. You just want it to be out to the world. You don't care about it, it reaching a certain number of people. That's fine. But in people that are really, really focused on their artistry and really focused on trying to reach a larger audience, that's important because we want to make sure that we're doing everything we can to promote what we work on because we put so much hard work into it. So it can be disappointing when you're putting something out and you're not really seeing the investment on the amount of time that you put in as far as the number of people that know about it. But that's why you want to be kind of aggressive with your promotion of your project. Now, let me tell you the certain things that you don't want to do. Everyone is going about promoting it the same way. Go download my single. Go down my single. Go do this. Go do that. Everybody's doing it a lot of the same way. What you want to do is find a way to make yourself stand out and be different. And we're going to talk about it more in another podcast. But you want to be able to come up with content that helps people know more about you and your artistry and your music. And not just saying, go download my song. It My song is coming out. Please go download it. Everyone does the same thing. A lot of people do the same thing. You want to get creative with that. Maybe it's recording videos of how you went about the process. Maybe it is inviting other artists to talk about their journey. And you doing a live video or podcast or doing any number of content creation. You want to be able to allow people to be in that journey with you. And also find something that doesn't even relate to music as you're trying to create that audience. You want to, this is something that I I found out about from another source, you want to find something that will allow you to stand out. Maybe you are a gospel singer. I think it's really brilliant that Todd Delaney used his love of baseball and his baseball career to make him stand out in a whole sea of gospel artists because how many people in the gospel industry can say they had a successful baseball career like almost no one and so that really helped him stand out as one of those unusual things that is part of who he is and part of what he does and people can relate to him for that he stands out he's different so mine what I was told was that there is a way that you can help identify who you are. Find someone that you really look up to, you really identify with them, you really admire what they do, and it's very similar to what you do. You want to find person number one. For me, that would be Twinkie Clark, the embodiment of just about everything that she is. I don't sing as much as she does, but she is a songwriter, a producer, just an amazing musician. And For me, that's the person I most identify with in the gospel music industry. So that's one person. Then go find someone that's totally different from that person that you most identify with. They don't do the same thing exactly. They're just two things that that kind of, they don't make sense together, but that kind of defines who you are. So my second person would be Thundercat. Thundercat is a jazz bassist. And he's played behind some amazing people. But he's also an artist in his own right. And he creates the most amazing music. It's R&B, soul. But it's just something ethereal about it. It just takes me to another place when I'm listening to it. 
And I identify with that because there's a part of me creatively that musically just yearns to be different, yearns to be outside the box. I grew up in gospel and that's great, but there are more layers to me other than just gospel music. We'll get into that in another episode. So you want to find someone that you can relate to in that way that you identify with as an artist two different people but it helps you identify what makes me stand out among all the other gospel artists you have to think about it realistically honestly because we all love the lord we all love music we have to have other things to help us stand out in a sea of other people if you look at a lot of the people that do comedy a lot of them are musical as well some of them are musical artists but they're using their love of comedy to help draw more people to their artistry nugget for you. So those are a few things that you can do. The marketing promotion side, find something that works for you and we'll get more into that. Maybe find someone else that can help you with the strategy behind it because it's not an easy thing to do. So I hope that was really helpful for you. I wanted you guys to have this information going into 2023 and hopefully it blesses you. We got more stuff coming. So stay tuned.